Just for a moment, imagine yourself attending a pro soccer game in the heart of Oklahoma City. You may envision a relaxing time where you can sit back and watch the players on the pitch. But for the fans who are located by the North Goal, the games are much more than that. Today, we take a listen to Energy FC fans, who are self-named and simply known as The Grid. Their fandom stems past wins and losses. They've grown into such a close family that nobody can quiet them down, not even the Energy FC organization. I'm James D. Jackson, and this is the Oklahoma Sports Insider. Yeah, I got you. Caleb McCurry is a sports intern for the Oklahoman, and he took the time to visit an Energy FC game just to see what the grid was all about. Okay. All right, Caleb. So this story is pretty much about an energy fandom uh, out there in, in Oklahoma City. Just what was your interest in this story? What what brought this story together? What was the, what was the angle for you? Well, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I'm never a huge fan of going into the crowd and finding stories. <laughs> um, but when I went to this one, because uh, I was assigned to go to the energy game and just find something, uh, people were telling me if I wanted to like write about the fans, I should go behind the North Goal. Uh, you know, they call themselves uh, the North End or uh, the Grid because there's a bunch of bunch of exciting fans there and so I went there and uh, you know all of a sudden there's banging drums there's people yelling constantly and then there's this guy in a kilt and uh, I thought you know if I'm gonna like start something on you know the fan base maybe I should talk to this guy because he looks like he knows everyone I am DJ the energy kilt guy he's a veteran and he tries to go to all the home games and he tries to go to a lot of the away games as well and I, I talked to him for a minute, and uh, he told me about the culture of the fan base, and he, and he introduced me to everyone. North End United is a group that was actually started to try to unite everybody and get everybody together, and most of us are together. I mean, most of us from that have gotten together and decided this is what we're going to do. We're all going to be a part of one fantastic group that's happened. You know what? And it, it turned out to be more of a family-like fan base than I thought it was going to be. And uh, it was really cool to have everyone, you know, just kind of let me in and have all this access Mm -hmm. because I I didn't know any of these people and they just let me in immediately. But yeah, that ended up being a really cool experience. And I got to talk to a lot of interesting people. Okay, so let's just kind of guide everybody visually to where this is. So Taft Stadium is where energy plays, but they have, you know, seats on the sidelines, which, you know, look like a football stadium. But then, so these these fans are located behind one of the goals uh, on the north end, is what you say. Just describe where they are and what they're kind of standing on, pretty much. So yeah, so it's right behind the north goal. It's it's smaller than you think. It's um, a small section of stands, really small. Like you can fit. Uh, I can't even like ballpark it, but it's because it's. It's surrounded on two sides by two huge stands, and then behind the north goal is just this tiny, these tiny risers. How many rows are we? Are we? What are we thinking? Oh man, I want to say like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe like less than a dozen rows. Oh well, okay. Going up, and uh, and then at the bottom, uh, it's on a track field. 
so you can walk around on the track behind that goal. And uh, that's where uh, that's where um, the hype guys are, and that's where the drums are located on those on the track. Behind that north goal, and so it's pretty. Although it's pretty small, I mean, there's a lot of people walking around all over the place. Um, but yeah, it's it, it was small. It's smaller than you think it would be for such a devoted fan base. Because, like I said, there are two huge, huge risers on on either side in front of them. But then at this one end, it's just these tiny risers. So how how rowdy does this section of the crowd? get for these games how pumped up are they well that was the first thing i noticed is that one of their favorite things to do you know in between the banging of the drums they just like to talk to the goalie and they like to make up songs on the fly and you know they're just singing the whole time uh cameron coley he's the he's what you call the capo for the okay energy uh fan base and he is he has a megaphone and he's just guiding everyone is singing the whole time and in between the singing they are yelling all sorts of stuff singing at the goalie i mean it's pretty it's pretty intense it's not for the faint of heart they're not like offensive or anything it's pretty lighthearted. so give an example of, of of something like this especially like something that you saw on saturday or when when the Tulsa when Tulsa came through, they have this one song where uh, it's a parody of Karma Camellia, um, and they somehow twisted the song into into making it about um, the goalie Bobby Edwards, uh, his yellow kit. He was wearing all yellow, and uh, a lot of the fans focused on that and just tried to write a song on the spot. And I'm not sure how, but Karma Chameleon just just came on or came into their heads and they're like, all right, let's just go ahead and <laughs> start singing about the yellow kit. But yeah, they, they, they come up with that stuff on the fly. There's, they, it was, it was that song that they started out with and then they were basically just talking to Bobby the whole time. And then in between that, um, they're doing their, you know they're doing their usual chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how good is Energy FC? Is, are they a, a team worthy of this type of fandom at this point? For a while, they weren't. Um, up until up until June, uh, a few weeks ago, they got their first win since last July. Mm-hmm. So a lot of losing and a lot of draws. It was uh, their first win in 300 days came June 19th in Memphis a few weeks ago. And then uh, June 23rd against the Kansas City uh, soccer team, that was their first home win in like 600 days. <laughs> so it really, it, it's, it's a pretty loyal fan base because I talked to a few people and they were at that Memphis game. They travel, they try to travel as much as they can. Through all this losing, they're traveling as much as they can. And I talked to a few people and they were at that Memphis game and they said there were maybe five energy fans there. 
but there's always a few somewhere in the crowd. Wow. So who are, who are the primary super fans? You you kind of touched on uh, DJ, but who who are, who are the you know the, the super fans of this fandom? The first, if you if you're a first timer going to the to the North End, um, the first person you're going to notice is probably Cameron Coley, the capo, like I said, with the megaphone. guiding everyone he stands in between the two drums but he likes to run around a lot too but he uh, he guides everyone everyone through songs um i should have asked him this but i think he's written a few songs of his own but it's usually a collective and then other than that i talked to uh vicky and will neighborhouse vicky is will's mother they're the ones i talked to who went to that memphis game and they try to travel as much as they can I mean, they were, they were cool to talk to because she's a lifelong soccer fan. She's from England, and her first team was Manchester United because she's from Manchester. And she, she told me that she was, you know, a fan of the energy since day I, one. Uh, I'm from England, so when I first came to the U.S. 20-something years ago, I won't say that gives away my age, um, Soccer was not a thing in this country. It was very small, very unknown, very much a girls' sport, I will say. So when the energy came, it was like, this is it. This is happening. She was just waiting for a soccer team to, to come to OKC. And she's been one of their most loyal fans to date. So is it pretty much why this crowd is so rowdy? Because we actually now have a professional team playing in the city yeah i guess you could describe it as you know there are there are a lot of soccer fit not not a ton you know not as much as you know football and basketball but there's still you know a large amount of people in oklahoma who grew up soccer fans and when the energy came you know i guess they just kind of rallied together and uh I mean, it is rowdy. I guess you could uh, describe soccer fans are soccer fans are usually more rowdy. I mean, you can. I haven't seen a, a ton of you know European football, but I mean, you look at those crowds in like the World Cup or the you know the UEFA Championship, and those crowds look wild. So, I guess we're kind of getting a microcosm of that in Oklahoma City this past decade. I think you mentioned at some point in the story they they were told to turn it tone it down pretty much at one point is that is that right yes they were they were told to tone it down just a little bit by the team there was a story in the Oklahoman and uh I mean it was it was getting too rowdy and you know the fans themselves were planning to go on a strike because the team was telling them to tone it down and they didn't want to and I mean I I don't think that's very often that you tell fans in Major League Soccer in America to tone it down. I mean, you have to be pretty, pretty wild to be told <laughs> to tone it down. Pretty, pretty loyal, I should say. You have to be very, very loyal for that to happen. Because this is probably one of the rowdiest crowds, probably one of the most supporting crowds for a soccer team in America. And so I, I guess that, that kind of just goes to show you know, how committed they are. Well, Caleb, thanks for joining the podcast. I really appreciate it. 
Yeah, of course. This was fun. I really enjoyed writing this story. We'll be right back. Most of what we have right now is incredibly loyal individuals for the most part, but it's expanding at an exponential rate. What makes it what makes it so special? Insanity. The absolute ability to be someone that you're not every day, the potential to support something that's greater than you. That, the energy not only is a, a club that plays soccer, but it develops youth, it, it contributes to the community, it helps the all different factions of the community grow. And Billy, Walton, uh, John, Jeff, Bob, everybody that's involved have always been so supportive in everything that we've done. They meet with us, they talk with us, they take pictures with us, they hang out with us, they speak to us. If you want to be a part of this club, all you got to do is talk to us. The Oklahoman Super 30 Series began earlier this month with Jones star quarterback Carson May committing to Iowa. If you're interested in reading about May or any of the other 29 recruits, consider subscribing to The Oklahoman. You may find something that you like. I'm James D. Jackson, and this has been The Oklahoman Sports Insider. We'll talk soon.